0: Coming up on this episode of The Break Room.
1: Nebula dawns Yondu's fin and looks so batty. She is. She's like batty. my Yondu fin. Yeah,
2: here. that's a good fin. Hey, it's a better fin than I could make.
0: Uh, it's a good mohawk. I do love John, I Why do. did you
2: look so cute what are you doing?
0: Welcome back to The Break Room. This is Inside Marvel, New Rockstars Marvel After Show. I'm John Costa. Joining me today are Jessica Clemens. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and friend of the channel, making her break room debut. It's Jackie Jing.
1: Hi, 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 everybody!
2: Perfect. Yay! We, we did used it. to like We're do all confetti. Here. Um, Whoa! Aww. Well, that was on the break room, but we, 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 we only did it on birthdays. No so confetti for me. When's your birthday? Oh,
1: April 9th.
0: You're supposed to say December 20th. Oh,
1: it was Dang. today. My birthday's
0: Fucked today. Up. Well, too bad I heard April 9th. <laughs> Dang. I'm sure we have some friends with April 9th birthdays. I'm in
1: Aries. Are y'all in astrology? You know, yeah, good.
2: you guys are hot-headed.
0: I'm a- We're
1: fiery. Yeah, yeah. we're fire sign.
0: I'm a Libra? Aw.
1: Air out. sign, think, air sign. I don't know. We're, we get along really
2: well.
0: Leo? Leo. You're a Leo or a Libra? No, you're a Libra because you're Libra's not. October. air. Yeah, uh,
2: Le- Leos are later. Thanks, Jessica. I'm a Capricorn, so I don't get along with anyone except for... My my
1: sister's a Capricorn.
2: We're all about business and we're all about money.
1: That's accurate. I always say about Capricorns, they hold everybody to a really high standard, but that is especially true. themselves. That is they're awful. very hard on themselves. What do you say? Oh, like That's that. I out. clearly
0: do. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. You hold yourself to a high standard. That's I love not Capricorns, not a bad thing. though,
1: because they are real AF. Like, they're going to tell you exactly how it is. So oh if you God. ever need someone's opinion, go here.
0: Don't Speaking like of God, the stars, yeah. <laughs> it is the holidays, uh, folks, which means some of these after shows might not be as timely as you might want them to be. You know, normally we try to get them out day of little secret, we just revealed Jackie's not birthday. Um, We're taping this on December 20th. I think it comes out on the 22nd, whatever. Keep your eyes out. We will get them up as soon as we can. Some of us will not be in the office, so we'll be scrambling, but you know, we're we're trying our best guys. Um, Uh, Nice job. Thank you. Before we get into this episode of Inside Marvel, we do want to give a quick shout out to nerdriot.shop. Be sure to check out nerdriot.shop where you can always grab the latest, the greatest new rock stars gear. We've got mugs. We've got sweatshirts. I'm sure we've got a pair of slippers in there if you do your search correctly. I don't know. Uh, That one's on sale too. Oh wait,
2: I have this one. Whoa, that one's gonna be
0: relevant for an episode of What If coming out in a couple of days. Look at that. Um, So support the channel, check out all of our great merch options over at newriot.shop. And don't forget to subscribe to the other channels in the New Rockstars Network, The Deep Dive, New Rockstars, The break room. The break room. That's all of them. All right. That was a lot at the top. Let's jump into a quick episode recap.
2: (laughs) To give us the recap for like Jessica. Jessica's
0: here. Help us. To kick us off.
2: (laughs) Jessica, kick us off. Okay. Episode one of season two, what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? In this Blade Runner inspired episode, we see what would have happened if Ronan betrayed Thanos and went on a planet conquering spree. Nebula is rescued by Xandar's Nova Corps and becomes a corpsman after some encouragement from Nova Prime, taking the oath to be the light. Xandar protects itself by Ronin by activating a planet-wide shield, plunging itself into darkness for five years. But trouble is afoot when Nebula finds a deceased Yondu carrying some high-tech schematics. Nova Prime encourages her to find out what's going on by any means necessary.
1: Nebula seeks help from Howard the Duck, but finds it in Korg, who tells her its schematics to a city-wide mainframe core, which would give someone access to the source code of the planetary shield. Nebula decides she'll get there first to delete the code and teams up with someone she put behind bars. yon Rog. Jude Law's character from Captain Marvel, gasp! The two do some <laughs> classic good guy, bad guy team up stealthing to make their way to the mainframe core. Nebula downloads the code into her mind, but yon Rog double-crosses her. Oh, oh no! no! He downloads the data from her head, and this is the reason
0: i don't like that it was like he like pulled yeah, he like uh, pulled off her the wires out of her head or whatever oh yeah, like that was bad. like jacked into her brain with a usb drive it like freaked me out i didn't like it
1: that that honestly was frightening yeah. to watch like and and like
0: all of the light went red I stop.
1: Was, yeah it kind of made me cringe out too yeah. um to be honest i don't do not know how nebula survived that like I literally was like, how is she surviving so, so, so much? She is she surprised.
0: the most un, like they are gods in the MCU? Well, remember, I feel like Nebula might be the most unkillable person in the
2: Most MCU. resilient. Right. Like after that, um in the third Gardens of the Galaxy, when she gets like punched by um oh my god, what's his name? The the gold man. Um
0: Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. forgetting all their names. Gold gold Where man. he gets punched
2: by Goldman, gold member, yeah. and she gets I mean, like twisted completely and has to like turn oh. her body back. Oh. That's when I was like oh so Nebula's just immortal like she can just take anything now
0: well I want <laughs> this is stupid but you know like in that first Guardians of the Axi movie where they're like all in the Nova Corps holding cell and they're going mm-hmm. through like their rap sheets I wish Nebula was a part of that and there was like a little ticker oh, yeah. that said like, oh, yeah. you know, 98% cyborg or what. I want to know what percentage she is machine. It's yeah. got
1: to be, I think it's under 2%. I was thinking yeah. about, the, you brought up that scene. I was thinking about the scene when her dad, Thanos, was like doing experiments on her. And uh, she was like that part to all like, these pieces. Uh, yeah. And I was just
2: like. The, what is she I did a what video what is she I did a video for new rock stars ages ago yeah. go back to it called the worst moments of like MCU the most horrific yeah. moments and that made it on there because it's just so disgusting that he did that in front of Gamora I know and she's screaming a blood curdling scream as she's getting taken extended apart and I went I don't need to see Nebula get tortured ever again. I know. But then we see it today. (laughs) We saw it in What If. This
1: this What If episode, I was just like... She screams
2: the most in the MCU of people getting in pain. And I can't do it anymore. It's triggering
0: at this point. We'll get to this in a second. But she also like falls off the fucking... Uh um the waterfall yeah, right? skyscraper <laughs> thing yeah. basically Niagara Falls. Um, how like... about
1: when they were all beating her up and tasing her? I literally <laughs> that wasn't. That, not...
2: that jump well, scene, that jump scene of her getting just literally jumped. I was like, yeah. um That's like a I don't want to see this is brutal. American history X at the beginning. I was like, I don't want to see someone gets curb stomped yeah, it was hell. It was a lot, I
1: agree.
0: <laughs> this is this is something that needs to be introduced into like the pantheon of like what superhero power would you most like to have? The ability to like see through walls or time travel or fly or whatever like you it be like lot? could you get your ass kicked <laughs> without no
2: dying? What, but like I how, think about spider-man the, think that about the types of
0: shit you could do if you never could be physically killed
2: you just say I, okay i rob a bank and get beat up a bunch yeah
0: someone shoots no, you and you're just I, like i'm good if I'm I'm I, a superpower, I mean she's
2: that is superpower. Nebula's
1: power i right. think like that she basically can take a ton of hits and also like she's really just a badass, which I think this episode proved tenfold, yeah. Um, but yeah. And Yan Rog was not acting alone. He was working with Nova Prime. She sold out all of Xandar for a place with Ronin and she needed a cyborg to complete her plan. Nebula barely manages to escape with her life, but as always, you can't keep her down. She teams up with Howard and more of our favorite faces from around the galaxy, like Korg, Meek, and Groot. They arm themselves, and Nebula dons Yondu's fin and looks so batty. She is. He's like bad. my Yondu fin. Here. Yeah,
2: that's a good. Fin. Hey, it's a better fin than I could make. Uh,
0: it's a
1: good
2: mohawk. I do love. John, I why do, did you look so cute when you did that? <laughs> I do Jessica's love. Meek cuz like no, dude.
0: I, I like how brilliant. I mean, you give Meek the knives and just call them rock paper scissors. <laughs> I was like, that's great.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, that was cute. Oh my god, that scene. I was say- I like,
0: don't know why it freaked me. I loved it. You know what's funny about this show, like. In other MCU things, when there's like a cameo, it's a really, really big deal. You're like, oh, there's so-and-so's in this. It still felt like a big deal in What If when like Korg and Groot showed up. I was like, Korg's here, let's go! Aw. Yeah,
1: Korg's, like, a- they're like both Korg. two of the most adorable characters so in the MCU, yeah. yeah. Um, Groot, though, I think we just like Basically, saw being a badass as always, playing pool. Uh, I think an elevator scene. Like, I'm always for more group, and I'm happy that he got Yeah, I
0: wish in there. the Groot hat, when he was playing pool, just uses his arm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they you just went- That's, a <laughs> That's a free one.
2: That's a free one at Marvel. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're really good at, for the first episode, grabbing like the MCU's. Favorite like background or secondary characters, uh, putting Howard the Duck, Groot, so Meek, good. and Korg together as a good. unit. So fun. you just took the like the, everyone's favorite characters in the MCU and just like squished them into
0: someone play. at our screening was like, we want a Howard the Duck show. And the more that I've sat with this episode, the more I'm like, you know what? Yeah. An animated Howard the Duck show, sure, it works
1: for sure. I'll take it. I mean, I I do think what really made this episode so good though was their chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Like I totally agree with you. It was, it was seeing them all together. Yeah. Um and I do think that like now we've all as an audience become quite attached to Howard the yeah. Duck. I don't know why. I know. But he's uh I do love how with this episode, you know, I feel like sometimes he's just kind of like klutzy, but he was like a badass in this mm-hmm. one. How many times I, I, I the, said badass, but
0: yeah. a badass episode. he's like
1: the head of the casino that... and like running stuff and managing. Like uh, I don't know.
0: What a fun, what a fun show that would be like that's what Howard's I want. Howard's casino? Are you kidding me? That's
2: what I want. I know What If is a world where they can just change every single time, but I'm yeah. like, no, it makes sense that he runs a casino. A casino yeah. that does shady business underneath. That it makes just complete like, sense.
0: Great I'm opportunity it. to, it's it's a high rollers casino, theoretically, yeah. so you could have all these different people pop in. Greenlight it. Greenlight Green light the Howard. Please.
2: Please, we want it.
0: Sure. Okay,
2: let me get back in. Let's get back into this. So Nebula squares off against Nova Prime where she reveals the ace she hid up her sleeve. She triple-crossed Nova Prime. No one expected this, or maybe just me. (laughs) Changing the code to close the shield upon Ronan's entering ship. We get an epic battle sequence as Nebula and company face off against the Nova Corps and ultimately prevail. Nebula stands victorious as the shield opens and lets the sun back onto Xandar. Behold, light. The end. I agree with you. I think that... I, I saw it coming—the Nova Prime
1: betrayal. Like- well, I'm an
2: idiot. No, so you really? didn't see. No, you no. Didn't see. no. Ask me, tell me. Literally every M Night Shyamalan film—never caught that twist. Not a single one. Not—you can name us every single one. Not a single time I ever caught it. I, I am gullible it. as hell, and that's why little things like this—I'm like, oh, great for me. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, I, I knew this one was coming. I, I saw it. Did you, as did. well, John, or
0: no? I was just vibing. I wasn't thinking too hard.
2: Really?
1: I was just like, okay. You, John was like, I was I, I was John
2: wasn't was
0: present so with us when we were watching. So high when I No, I'm kidding. Oh my I god, was, I thought you genuinely was not.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> me and Jackie no, immediately me
0: really.
2: were like, Oh no. No. That's <laughs> not getting in. <laughs> cut the, <laughs> the camera, no, get Let's
0: out. Cut that. Cut that. Um, <laughs> no. No. When we watch these shows now, there's like a little bit of a curse thing that happens where All like right. instead of like Following the plot and being with the characters and all that, Jessica had her notepad out, and I was like, "What are the details in the background of this episode?" That is true. So like. Sometimes you get a little distracted oh, on that, that track, they the yeah. like. Let's pay attention to the story yeah. of this track. It was hard so.
2: because it also is it's uh, Blade Runner esque Xandar, So like, there's nothing really in the background. It's just steel buildings, mm-hmm. uh, a, a seedy alley, a dark path. And I was like, ooh, what's what's that? A stop sign? <laughs> and then I wasn't paying attention to like her getting her brains ripped out at one yeah. scene. I
0: was like, oh. Jesus. So we get this great episode with Nebula. This is kind of, this is like her first big, like she's the lead, yes. right? That we've gotten from her in the MCU. You think we're gonna see more of this uh, Nebula this season. Last season, the Watcher built like a team out of characters that we've mm. seen throughout the season for the final couple of episodes. We know the last episode of this season is gonna be what if Strange Supreme intervened, which also kind of feels like it's gonna be a big team up episode. Um, Do you think that something like that is going to happen again this season (laughs) as if Marvel, Kevin Feige were like, yeah, we know these Avengers movies keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Maybe we'll just do them in animation. Ah. Um, What do you guys think? Do you think she's going to come back? And if so, what's her role in any kind of potential team now?
2: I see a team up. Um, yeah, I think, and I hope that would actually be a really fun trend. Is knowing that at the end of What If mm-hmm. they re- bring back all these characters that we highlighted mm-hmm. uh, from the trailer? I did. It looks like Nebula is only specifically in the What If Nebula Joined the Nova Corps. But there is a scene where Cohorti and uh, 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 Agent uh, Captain Carter. So sorry, that Cohorti and Captain Carter are with Thanos. So there is, and then. Uh, Voss deduced that they're probably going to be going against Hela at one point. Oh. So I was like, mm, so oh, so excited for that. Yeah, oh my God, that episode. Mm. So there is potential that there is going to be already a lot of crossover. So why not bring in Nebula's Yondu with the Finn into this episode I, as well to battle? I love Nebula. You're right.
0: Jackie, I mean, Jackie's got the yeah, Finn thing no, going. I do think you need more Nebula with the Finn. Is that kind of. Yeah, no no no, you, no. you can I
1: didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
0: no, I was trying to tee you up. Yeah, but... no,
1: okay, good. I'm like, I'll be honest, like I thought this Yondu Nebula hybrid was like mm. one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, like when she came out with that mo the Yondu Mohawk or Finn or whatever you want to call it, like I was just like, this is Nebula at a whole different level.
0: And she's got like the duster on, yes. and she's walking and away. Jacket? And I, yeah. I genuinely was like, sorry, Kraglin, that fin needs it's... to go to Nebula. It was, I hope
1: yeah. it's, it's somehow in the live action that they like do yeah. some sort of handing down or she adopts it into like her weaponry or something. Cause like, I, I absolutely they Take it from
2: Yeah, it, yeah. I, it was that look, yeah, that it's look it. has gone. Like, We're, yeah, yeah. Rip it off his skin. Yeah, It was that moment of that duster. It's the duster, Nebula and her, uh, bionic body and then also the nova core still the uh dots and the lines the nova core symbol that i was like damn she's three she's a <laughs> she weapon she has like the no it's in it i like that blend of she has the nova core like uh mindset and like this is how you have to be as an actual nova core person not a traitor um and then she's also going through with yondu's freaking fin it's Gosh, she's just badass. I'm I, glad. I
1: do like how um she had this like loyalty to Nova Corps, yes. and she was much more principled and uh, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not like I would say Nebula lacks morals, but she kind of like in the yeah. the dimension, the universe we know, she kind of just does her own thing. She's not really super loyal to anyone. It's like Nebula's world and we're all living in it. Um but then in this iteration, she's like I adhere to this code. Oh. Like this must be respected. I kind of like liked, it was still, she was still very much Nebula, but I felt like mm. she just had this like connection to the Nova core and like a deeper level. And I, I liked it.
0: That's a really interesting point. Yeah. Cause I think in the MCU, she has been a little rudderless. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, her biggest kind of, you know, character attribute is the past that she had with another character or two other characters. And it is a little bit like, What's, what's Nebula's vibe yeah. outside yeah. of Thanos, outside of Gamora in, in her relationship with those people. So yeah, I, I like that this kind of sets her off to have, you know, adventures on her own or, or wherever they want to take her. I do want to talk to you guys about this wasn't in the recap, but it was a detail that I really liked Nebula comes up knows Yandu knows about the arrow trick and knows exactly when to grab it before it like that was so her in the cool. face and I was just like that was that's so a really fun. nice little writing detail yeah I like the uh,
2: non-writing detail that uh, I don't think it has been repeated again but that Yandu is like it's in the heart it comes from the heart that's how what that's how you control the arrow mm. and we don't even know if Nebula has an actual heart but <laughs> I like <laughs> but oh I like that, but I like that it's like It's already in, it's imbued in her. That she's like, no, I can control this. This is easy. Did she, in the third Guardians, kind of, or was it more so she was like, Kraglin, get a hold of this. Did she ever have control? Like, I don't think so. Do you remember?
0: Kraglin starts with it.
2: I know. But she yells at it. And then he stays
0: on nowhere for the whole movie, which is kind of fucked up. I don't think. I don't, I don't think she,
2: gets she ever. It. Yeah, I think I, she gets if there is it. some way,
1: I mean, like that, we see this iteration of Nebula more. Like, I would, I would absolutely love yeah, it. Same. She could be like this, like. Galaxy yep. detective, you know, because Yondu was like a pirate essentially, like he was yep. an outlaw. He was, yep. but for her to take his weaponry, like in ways, take what was his identity or mm-hmm. inherit it, right? But then just be like this, like law alien. Like I love it, <laughs> alien cyborg. I don't know, a hybrid. Um, but I don't know. I, I I would love to see that. I, I really like this iteration of Nebula. I know one of the questions on there was, do you think that Yondu and Nebula had a pre-existing relationship? Mm. I honestly did not even think that they didn't know each other when that scene came mm-hmm. up. Like for me, mm-hmm. it was so just like, there had to be a relationship here because I felt like you said, like she just knew and there was just some yeah. sort of connection. But I don't yeah. know, do you do you all think maybe they didn't know each other and this was just, she just, just got introduced to this holograph and was like, who's this? This Mohawk dude or Finn dude, and what's this? uh, I don't know. For me, it felt like they had to have known each other, but I thought that was an interesting question.
2: In like writing and Blade Runner tone, I assume that it is like he keeps doing petty crimes, and he always gets him. Like I keep coming across his path, Mm. and I'm like, hey, you need to stop doing this. It's like that relationship of a cop with a person doing crime. That's like, hey, this guy does petty crime all the time. He's fine. He's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. Relationship
0: Yondu could have take that relationship further, and had been maybe an informant. Yeah,
2: that's why I I was was. I going to say, he probably helps her. Oh, she yeah. probably goes Light to him guy. instead of going to Howard the duck. And right. because he's dead, she has to go over this to Howard <laughs> mm, to be yeah. like, hey, I don't know what this means.
1: I love that we're making theories of that. Like, yeah. watch the so writer be like,
2: no, they didn't know each other. And then we'll be like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, no, they what did What about everything we just said? Well, yeah. b- based off of this episode, they did know each other. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
0: So let's talk a little bit about some of the influences that this episode had, but also this season is going to have. Obviously, we've talked about... Blade Runner a lot, which inspired the visuals. I was talking about the Roman Polanski movie, Chinatown, um, because it sort of has that like, um, you know, traveling around the city, talking to different people vibe to it. Um, The writer, Matthew Chauncey, we got to go to like a little Q and A, and uh, he talked about how they purposefully were leaning into the noir genre here and sort of like heavily inspired by Blade Runner and asking the question, what would a film noir look like mm. in the MCU? Mm. The creative team was really kind of coy about some of the other influences they were, they were gonna be bringing into this season. Obviously, we got to see another episode, the sort of like Die Hard episode that was very heavily inspired by that genre film. Um, He also kind of was like, in season three, we're going to go even harder into this genre stuff. What do you guys want to see from uh, other episodes this season in terms of like stylistically? We know they also sort of mentioned like, oh, we would love to do a Halloween episode. It sounds like that's probably not going to happen this season. Yeah. But you know what other types of films do you guys like to watch that you want to see either parodied or influenced i know what i want to say
1: i want an anime episode i want an anime episode i want anime episode i would like to see something like anime-esque right um who Who? What do you mean? Like all who, would, who? Yeah, Oh who gosh. I mean like, I'd love to see like all of the Avengers maybe like in the Shogun era. And yes! I don't even know, like time like, yes! travel. And like yes! they're having like samurai, like sword fights in the snow or like mm. the meadows in the background and they're fighting Ooh, with all this cool dude, weaponry. Like give it to me. A hundred percent.
0: And you know what? That also ben. would lend itself to, I feel like a lot of those older samurai movies have like this really intentional and slow pace. Mm -hmm. And I would love to just see like beautiful animation, that time period, that animation style, and just like just like a real like take your time and like be with these characters type of storytelling and just like giving every single character a little spotlight moment of like look how fucking cool they are. Please do it. Please do it.
2: I know not a lot of people liked it, but the samurai Batman look was still so beautiful. That transferred to the Avengers. Whole, yeah I would. Mm. <clears throat> I guess
1: I, you're right. I kind of stole the DC. No, it's, and but it's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we for we have
2: more characters. We got more. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the Batman Samurai is only so many you can pick from. Um an 80s movie. Mom, what's your favorite 80s movie? Say it again. What's your favorite 80s movie? The bodyguard. Uh, that's a 90s.
0: That's
2: a good one. what genre? Mom, any genre. Just what's your favorite 80s movie? Candles, oh, that's, that would actually be kinda kind of cute episode. episode if they did a valentine's day episode that's like 16 candles ish minus valentine's. all the horrible racist ass. parts that johnny yeah, threw six, in there we'll
1: just yeah, take the jake 16 part 16 candles has some some issues we'll take now t- but we'll take all that out
2: we'll take the car scene at the end yeah you and we'll make uh, Nat- everyone forget Natasha's birthday. Uh,
1: <laughs> that'll be cute. Wait, something 80s-esque. Yeah. And kind of like
0: I a know, but John Hughes a... would be really fun. Yeah. And they kind of done that with Spider-Man a little bit. But... Oh,
2: yeah. They could do, like, uh, not not exactly um, the Breakfast Club, but they could put that Breakfast Club in a Spider-Man universe oh. easily. Yeah. Uh, the they're all in detention. Club. They're Let's all in just detention. take from all yeah. those
1: different teen 80s movies and make some like weird amalgamation i would i would love to see that
0: yeah you saying breakfast club makes me think of that's like a bottle movie they usually say like bottle episode which Mm -hmm. is like when a sitcom just like takes place in one location because they are out of money or whatever they just need to write an episode that takes place in one location i would love to see a bottle episode of what if where you know i don't know like can you imagine the Age of Ultron like party scene mm-hmm. and just like let's just do that for a full episode we're here at this part I guess that's kind of what we do in, in the Die Hard episode maybe I should take all this back
1: wait what do you mean what, do you, what does it do in the Die Hard episode well in the
0: Die Hard episode they're all like at Star Tower for this party they do go to oh, multiple locations oh I guess locations.
1: you could say it's Bottle okay I can see what you're saying and
0: I guess they leave and they're go in the to lab. malls they're in the and, lab yeah and then okay. they're
1: in the, the like party area and then they're in like um, Tony Stark's to like places. Fireplace, homey area. Yeah. Like, yeah. I,
0: I, I think it would be fun to see an episode where all of the Avengers, or a certain number of the Avengers, get trapped somewhere and have mm-hmm. to, like, Escape room their way. Oh, right. I that like an escape s- room or yeah. escape esque right. Oh,
2: I think that'd be fun. That's yeah. what I think we're kind of gonna get from the uh, the Grandmaster episode. Oh, Ooh, sure. is Like that'd they're forced fun. into this arena to fight and or race, and then I think some of them are gonna like find ways to sneak out. Yeah. And how do they get out of there? Yeah, Run um, through the
1: crowd really quick. I would love to see a western. That'll probably never happen, but like Ooh. spaghetti western. That that'd I just think fun. that'd be hilarious. And then um, this is the weirdest like idea ever. But when we were at that special event, like they were like, um, I think somebody asked, like, what other 90s movies would you want to Mm. pull from? Or maybe that was a question I wanted to ask. I would love (laughs) to see a point break and then Uh, have Bodhi be Thor and then Johnny Utah be Loki.
0: That'd be fine.
1: Even if it's just like a flash.
0: We do really need the like Loki Thor dynamic back. Yes,
1: I agree. Yeah. Um, There's like. They're so fun together and I need it in my life. I
0: was thinking yesterday, them. I was driving home, I was reading the like MCU, uh, I was listening to the MCU book on audiobook, and they were talking about how all these movies are getting written. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun to write a Marvel movie just like on spec. And I was like, well, no, no. Recently, the Marvel characters have not been like you watch that first Iron Man movie, and like, while Tony Stark is like, Kind of being a dick and an asshole in that beginning. He's still so fun. Yes, and I yeah, feel like yes, we've sure. we've lost a little bit of like character being like really really fun mm-hmm. in the MCU in introduction. In yeah, that's that's awesome.
1: actually a good point. Yeah. Everyone,
0: yeah, everyone's like a little tragic backstory or whatever, yeah. and it's just like, ooh, start off with like someone that is just like having a blast. And it reminded me of the Thor, the Party Thor episode from season yes, one of What yeah, If, yeah. but also I think it's just like I miss that dynamic of like two people who. Love each other and also hate each other at the same time. It's so fun.
1: And they're just so fun together. And I yeah. feel like it's just been so long. And like you said, everything's just been a little bit heavy lately. I feel like in the whole MCU world, mind you, this will, I think, what if we'll be providing a lot of comedy, especially mm-hmm. the Christmas episode? But that's why I said the point break thing. I just love to see them like in some sort of dynamic where they're like, kind of enemies, like you said, okay. but kind of, and they're brothers, obviously, but like, fr- I don't know. I just miss that dynamic. We've so. also
0: already Forget seen about. Loki jumping out of an airplane after a bag of money. <sighs> it needs to happen. There the Point a, Break episode.
2: There, there could be an episode of What If that just expands on that episode of him being D.B. Cooper. That's like, how that's many so historical really events fun. have the MCU actually done? um and, uh, Dupee Cooper. Uh, bu- 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 no, Amelia Earhart is actually someone that went missing in the MCU, but never came back.
0: Um, it was just Sylvie. Oh uh, uh, yeah, just oh, it's a variant
2: Sylvie. Oh my god! If they, okay. oh my gosh! No, sorry, that that that's that actually really cool.
1: That's work. actually really cool. Oh my god! Did you with just that- come up with that?
0: Let's end this episode of Inside Marvel. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will be back tomorrow with uh, an Inside Marvel for episode two of this season of What If? We'll be back on Christmas. No, Christmas Eve, Sunday for episode three. Um, Beyond that, who knows? We'll try to keep putting them out. uh, No promises. But thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Remember, you guys want to kind of tell people where they can find you?
1: Sure. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me on. This has been a delight. Jessica and John are awesome. Um, So make sure to follow them on their respective social media platforms. But um, yeah, please give me a follow if you'd like. At Jackie Jing, J-A-C-K-I-J-I-N-G. No E at the end. I know I'm weird. Don't ask me. I was in seventh grade. And for some reason, I was like, I'm going to drop the E and have this whole identity (laughs) crisis. And it stuck.
2: But yes. Good for you. Identity
0: crisis ongoing.
2: Ongoing. Oh. I constantly. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. Go so just- follow me everywhere. Lulu Clemens, a playoff of Lululemon. <laughs> uh, very easy.
0: I never put that together.
2: What Wait, I, I know. Some people are always no, like, yes. "I know this place," oh. and then some people—it's—it's it's an expensive athleisure wear that I've never owned in my life. <laughs> oh, really? They make nice stuff. I'm
0: waiting for them to sponsor me. I'll bring you I've
1: never—I've never gone Lululemon. My sister's obsessed, though, Yeah, So exactly. we're apparently missing out on it.
0: The one man on this panel is the only person who owns Lululemon. I
1: know that is. They make a lot
0: of money. Thank men. you guys oh, so weird. much for but watching. Okay. Um, we'll see you later.
2: Bye. God bless us, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening. You can check out our Break Room live streams at Break Room NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Break Room NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.